Welcome everyone to another episode of The Creative Minds. Joining me here today is Manus. I've been following you for a while on LinkedIn as well as on Instagram. So excited to hear her learn more about your story, who you are, and what is it that you do. So yeah, tell us a bit more about that. I was born in Syria mm. in 2004, created to Armenia because of the war in we are like Armenians. Mm. So basically I came here in 2014. I was like 18 years old, maybe, and a little bit like younger. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, I just like graduated from high school in Syria and came here. So mm. that's basically where, like when I started my career. Mm -hmm. So actually i mean i chose like marketing as something to pursue even though mm -hmm. i didn't know anything about it mm -hmm. but i was you know like following gary vaynerchuk online and yeah. like uh from his content like he inspired me to like start uh, learning more about marketing mm -hmm. and start diving deeper into that so basically yeah in 2017 i joined uh, a company here in armenia it was the first company i started working in and mm -hmm. actually i joined as a volunteer just to learn about marketing and i worked there for free like for six months just to learn like what's marketing uh, how things work there mm -hmm. and like the company culture and those stuff because like I didn't know anything about it. I was just like, I decided that I want to start learning about marketing mm -hmm. and I just started. So that's where I started like my career. After mm -hmm. six months, I got promoted in the same company and I started working there. And basically like after two years from that maybe and a little bit more. So after having enough experience in marketing, learning about it, I decided to do something on my own. Mm -hmm. That was where I decided like to start working uh, with different companies mm -hmm. again online, like helping them on uh, producing content on social media, Facebook advertising and different stuff, content strategies. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the, I started like, uh, like basically that was when I started like producing content as a way to promote my services. Mm -hmm. So I started like uh, producing a content and building some sort of audience on different platforms mm -hmm. and it was actually good until like uh in january this year mm -hmm. like uh i was doing that and mm -hmm. after that uh so basically like uh, in 2019 i also joined team gary v again uh as a volunteer to help them like uh, with the Arabic content because mm -hmm. Gary has like Arabic channels on on social media, mm -hmm. like on all social media platforms. So I joined as a volunteer there too in 2019. And after one year of that, of volunteering there, mm -hmm. uh, so they hired me for a full-time job. Mm -hmm. And currently that's what I do. I work there as a full-time, uh, in a full-time job. So I manage Gary's Arabic social media pages. Mm -hmm. I do content creation, translation, like everything related to the Arabic content. Mm. Uh, I'm responsible of that. Mm. Wow, that's amazing. So first of all, how did you get the chance to contact Gary V's team and even get the chance to volunteer there or do an internship? Yeah. Basically? yeah. So basically, like uh, I was following him for a long time. So mm. I knew like everything about him and mm. his team and what yeah. he does and this stuff. So in 2019, I decided like, 
to reach out to one of uh, his team members. Mm. So I reached out to one of the guys there and mm -hmm. basically he responded to me, like said that uh, you can reach out to the responsible person and I had a call with them. So after that, like uh, they decided to give me a chance and uh, I started like working there. And, uh, you know, like for one year, it was a volunteer job. And after that, like, uh, be, like based on the results I got there and I was performing well, that's why like they decided to hire me. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's how it happened. Awesome. And before you started working with GRV on creating Arabic content, were, was someone else already doing this or were you the first one to do this? Uh, no, basically there was the Arabic pages. Mm -hmm. Actually, I saw those Arabic pages. That's why I decided to reach out to them. Mm -hmm. So they were already like doing that for two years. Mm -hmm. And when I joined the team, I started working on the YouTube channel. So basically the YouTube channel was new. There wasn't like too much content there. They were like more focusing on Instagram and Facebook. Mm -hmm. So when I joined the team, uh, I was the only person working on YouTube. And after that, like now, currently, I work also on Facebook, IG, and all other platforms as well. Oh, that's awesome. So what do you do? How do you, so do you take the English version of Gary V and translate it into Arabic? Or what, do you, what do you do exactly? Yeah, basically, like, that's what we do. So we work on translating his content and pushing mm -hmm. it, like, to the Arabic community. Mm -hmm. uh, again, like, not translating it, like, literally, like, mm -hmm. uh, it has to be relevant to the community in the Arabic countries mm -hmm. and uh, also to the audience because, you know, like, there are some things that are different in the culture or in the way people talk or the topics, even, like, there are some of the topics that might not be relevant to the Arabic mm -hmm. audience and uh vice versa so yeah basically that's what we do we already mm -hmm. have his content uh that he produces mm -hmm. in english and we work on it like to make it relevant to the arabic community as well and start like uh pushing it there mm -hmm. and how i mean how did they allow you or give you the chance to be part of the team like what about you stood out compared to anyone else uh to be honest i don't know but, <laughs> you know like uh so basically um like every job i take or mm -hmm. even like ev everything that i work in i i treat it as like if it's for me like if i'm doing it for me that's mm -hmm. how i treat it so mm -hmm. i care about everything i do a lot mm -hmm. like i give it uh, all my energy so I don't know, like, why they, why they decided to give me the chance, but, mm -hmm. you know, like, um, you know, I think uh, the good chance that I had there was that I worked uh, for one year as a volunteer, which was a great way to prove myself mm -hmm. that I can do this job. Mm -hmm. So I think that was my chance where mm -hmm. I, I was able, like, to prove myself mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, you can't do it in one day or two days. You mm -hmm. need some time. To, to do your work and like show that you can do it so yeah to be honest i don't know if there's something specific but i mean uh it all happened yeah <laughs> that's awesome and you said you were doing it a one-year volunteer does that mean you were not getting paid yes so then how were you financing yourself like how do you pay rent how do you do how do you deal with anything that requires for you to with yeah, finances. So, so as I mentioned, like I was already working with different clients on my own. Like mm. that wasn't the only thing that I was doing. Mm. So uh, 
I mean, still until now, I still get some like some people uh, ask me to do some things for them, and I mm -hmm. still do it. So mm -hmm. I also have like uh, I had like different clients. So I used to do Facebook advertising for them because like so mm -hmm. like so I mean the content side of marketing is the like uh, the most thing that I dive deep into. So I used to do content strategies for them, Facebook advertising for them, and different stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, uh, uh, like even now I do it, but not in on that scale because I have my full-time job. So I make mm -hmm. sure like to organize my job first. But mm -hmm. when I have some free time, for example, one or two hours a day, mm -hmm. uh, I still like if I get any projects, I still do that. So basically that was my main source of finance that I used to get. But mm -hmm. you know, like when I was working as a volunteer, it wasn't a full-time job, you know? Mm -hmm. It was like for two, three hours a day. So mm -hmm. I had some time to do other work, but now it's mm -hmm. like full-time. I spend like more than eight hours a day on that. So it's a little bit different. But yeah, that was how like I used to like organize my uh, expenses mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, so you talked about um, you either certain topics that are done by Yeri in English, but are not relevant in the Arabic culture. So, what are topics that are that are, that are sensitive for the Arabic culture as opposed to being accepted in English? Uh, you know, like. Uh, I didn't mean like it doesn't make sense, but mm. you know, let me give you like an example. For yeah. example, uh, he does garage sailing. He loves garage sailing. Yeah. So basically, there's no garage sailing in the Arabic mm. countries. That's why. That's why like it wouldn't make too much sense to post it there. For example, but mm. I mean in general, the topic Gary, the topics Gary talks about, I think is important. Like for mm. every culture and every country. Like for example, self awareness, patience. Uh, hardworking. Uh, I mean, those stuff are important everywhere, like no matter what language you speak or what country you are in. So, and those are the main things that Gary talks about. So, mm. yeah, uh, what I mean but by like, for example, uh, it might not make sense is that some things, uh, for example, are not included in the Arabic countries like garage selling and those stuff. But in general, like, uh, for example, content-wise, the t the things that he talks about, I mean, everything is like I would say like it's important everywhere. Mm -hmm. So yeah, basically that's it. Like, I don't think like there's a lot that mm -hmm. uh, you you can change there. So mm -hmm. I think uh, yeah, that's what I meant by that. Yeah, and um, for you personally, because you're a fan of Gary V and you've been following him for a while. Why do you, or what do you like about his content? Why, why is he a person that you look up to? Uh, yeah, so basically I like everything <laughs> about his content. Uh, yeah. You know, I love him so much. Like, uh, I mean, even before working for him, like yeah. he was the only person I look up into because, mm -hmm. you know, um, I mean, the things he speak about uh, speaks to me. For example, mm -hmm. uh, he was an immigrant uh, I'm an immigrant too, you know, he came from like, uh, his background was a little bit like he came from, for example, he didn't have it all, like he worked for it. And, you know, for me, it's similar too. So I didn't have much when I was like, when I was a kid and growing, growing up, like I used to work so hard to mm. do all these things I have now, like, uh, starting from zero. So also there are some other things that, you know, uh, I didn't 
for example, uh, I didn't know about self-awareness. I didn't know mm. about patience. I'm, I'm so, I'm still now impatient. Mm. So, you know, I like that he, his content like opened my eyes for those topics and those things and how it's important, like for mm. someone to succeed, whether it's in business or life or in general. Mm. So that's why I love him so much, you know, like. He opened my eyes to things that I didn't know about. Like mm. I, I have, I have never like thought about self-awareness when mm. I was like 17 or yeah. 18 years old. I didn't know what it is, or I didn't, I was, didn't hear about it before that, or even mm. patience. Like, you know, I, I knew that I'm an impatient person, but I didn't know why it matters. So one of the most things that uh, is important for me is that he his content helped me like to create the right relationship with with time because you know i had a very bad relationship with time i used mm -hmm. to hate waiting like even for small details i hate waiting so yeah that's why i like his content mm -hmm. i mean uh, he he talks about things that like very few businessmen talk about mm -hmm. that's amazing and um recently especially during the last year Gervi has been become becoming a really hit like a lot of people are learning more about him and talking more about him what what's i mean how did gary v become gary v who he is now how did he get his reputation how did he start i i don't know to, i mean that's something yeah. i can't answer i don't yeah. know you know that's yeah. more about like his side yeah. but for me I, I mean, how did you first get the chance? I, I would him? say, like, I would say for me, uh, it's because he cares about his audience. Mm. So he's not doing everything he does, like just mm. to monetize or something else, yeah. like everyone else is doing now. He mm. just do it because he cares about his audience. That was just like my personal opinion, I think. And, and I think that's the most important thing yeah. because we see like everyone now producing content but mm -hmm. most of those people do it just to mo to sell mm -hmm. something monetize and those stuff but you know for him you never see him like selling something on social media he just provides like value and mm -hmm. i love that oh do you think that it's easier for someone to be able to give away free information and free content when you are already stable financially or stable in most areas of your life of course it might help like it mm -hmm. would be better if you have some like if you are starting to produce content with mm -hmm. a goal to sell something or monetize in the future mm -hmm. like it's better to have another source of income when you are starting or maybe mm -hmm. some savings until mm -hmm. you start like because you can't like monetize your audience from the first time mm -hmm. like imagine uh, i posted like my first two videos on social media mm. and then I started selling something like people mm. didn't know me yet didn't know like what value I, I can provide to them yet they don't like building an audience requires time you need to provide a lot of value mm. uh, and be loyal to them and connect with them so they trust you and then you can it, it's okay to sell them something I'm not selling that that it's wrong but I mean it's wrong to do it from the first day it needs some time so that's if you are willing to do it in the right way so that's why for me I think if someone is willing to start producing content and building an audience mm -hmm. it's better like to have another source of income or mm -hmm. maybe to have some savings mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. and then you can start like until you build your audience and then you can start monetizing them or maybe if you are on youtube for example and you are not monetizing your audience you are earning money from youtube mm-hmm. that's something different for example from the uh sponsorships or from the monetization of the youtube so that's something else if you are doing that that's okay like if you can do it but again it's hard because when you you start even on youtube you won't get like too many views and subscribers Mm -hmm. so youtube won't pay you like money for that so yeah i think it's so important like again to have that financial stability until mm-hmm. like you can start doing something with your mm-hmm. with your like audience mm-hmm. and start monetizing that and you talked about people making money out of youtube because it's something that a lot of people are talking about uh, uh, tiktok is, is is crazy going on now people are becoming really famous from tiktok um and it opened up a lot of opportunities for other people as well so let's say if you're posting on YouTube and it's becoming more frequent, because sometimes people post videos on YouTube that it's not about them. It's taking someone else's content and using it and they're making money out of it. So in terms of someone who, let's say, wants to start using YouTube and make value or, or make a source of income out of YouTube, how does one or when does one reach a point where now they can make money out of YouTube? Um, you know, I mean, it's there's there's no fixed rule in that, but it's mm-hmm. all about you. But mm-hmm. I mean, the less you you be like promotional or spammy, the mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. So you know, like there are some I know some many people mm-hmm. that again monetize and sell stuff and those things, but you don't feel it like mm-hmm. they don't like force you to buy it. For mm-hmm. example, I can give you the example of Graham Stephan. He has like one of the biggest uh, financial uh, YouTube channels. Yes. So he ha- he also has a course and he sell, I think he, he started recently selling coffee and different stuff. So however, like when you watch his videos, he doesn't force it to you. Okay, he has the links in his description and mm-hmm. he talks about it sometimes for a few mm-hmm. seconds or maybe in a fun way with a meme or something. So you don't feel like he's forcing it to mm-hmm. you or he's spammy and those stuff. Mm-hmm. He's, he's not so promotional. So that's how I think marketing or selling should work when it comes like if you are willing to sell through your content. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, I mean, you can do it, but don't force your audience. I mean, if you for example imagine now you are asking me a question and for each question i after i answer it i i would say for example you can buy my course on this link it won't be interesting for the audience it would be like so spammy so i mean you can do it in another way for example you provide too much value Mm -hmm. and after that you earned the right to ask your audience for something Mm -hmm. to support you or buy something from you Mm -hmm. and again without forcing it just like for example asking and you have to deal with that like if you ask them and they refuse to buy something from you it's okay i mean you have to ask without the expectations that's one of the things like gary talks about a lot it's not wrong to ask you have to ask to get what you want but if people don't do what you want or they don't support you or they don't buy from you Mm -hmm. i mean don't get sad or mad or something i mean you have to ask without expectations because 
you don't know what they are dealing with. For example, I might listen to your podcast every day and mm -hmm. I really like might want to support you or something, but I don't have $30 now to buy your product because, mm -hmm. for example, I'm dealing with something else now. I mean, you don't know what people are dealing mm -hmm. with, so you, you can't expect like mm -hmm. uh, from those people a lot. At the same time, for example, I you have to keep the balance. For example, me personally, I have a problem is that I, I'm not good at selling. I can't mm -hmm. sell. I can't ask people for something. And that's wrong as well, because yeah. when you don't ask, you, you won't get like, mm -hmm. uh, you won't get like people buying anything from you or even supporting you. Mm -hmm. That's why it's so important to also keep the balance between asking and not, and also like not having too much expectations when mm -hmm. you ask uh, from someone. Since we're all so different and we have multiple areas of ourselves, how can we know what is something that's going to be the path that we want to follow? So like you said, I mentioned Graham was like focus on financing. Um, if you're a person who's just starting off and want to have their voice being heard or you want to start in a certain path that you believe is right for you, right? Um, mm. How would do we know that this is the path for you? Yeah, first of all, the most important thing is that you have to enjoy it. And mm. let me tell you why, for two reasons. Mm -hmm. One, because in order to succeed, mm -hmm. it requires a lot of time. Mm. And if you don't love it, you will get, like give up in maybe few days, weeks, or maybe like maximum months. You mm. won't be able to do it for years because mm. you don't love it. Like uh, it's the same as like going and working uh, in a job you don't like. Mm. You can't like stay there for too long. And mm. when it comes to like choosing your whether it's like in producing content or maybe your career or job or anything else again you have to do something you love mm. so you can like enjoy it and be like consistent in it and on the other way you also have to do that in order to be experienced in it and be good at it because mm. when you are curious about something you mm. love it you will mm. dive deeper you will mm. search about it you will do your best to be good at it so that's why it's so important to start with something that mm. you love mm. and then after that you have i mean for example for me there there are some things that for example i might enjoy or like for a few weeks and then i i might get bored from it yes. or even choose something else yes. so it's okay like i mean we all have that for me, I used to overjudge myself yeah. for that. I used to force myself to keep doing it because yeah. like, oh, you did it for two years. It's, you, you can't like give it up now yeah. and start something else. And then again, like I decided to change that, you know, like, uh, so I think people lack perspective. You need, sometimes you need to zoom out a little bit and mm. look from it like in the bigger picture. Mm. So that's what I did. I started like to thinking what's my main goal of doing like anything that I'm doing right now. Mm. It's to be happy and to enjoy it. Mm. Whether, I mean, even if my goal is to earn money, I want to earn money to be happy. Mm. That's my main goal mm. to mm. be happy. So uh, I thought about that and then that helped me like to take the pressure off of myself because, okay, this job or this thing that I'm doing right now is making me a lot of money or maybe not a lot of money, but a good amount of money, but I'm not happy. So it, it didn't mm. like match my mm. main goal. So 
I might do that for a like short period of time just to have the money and then like leave it and do something else. That's okay. Sometimes you have to do like things you don't like mm-hmm. to be able to do the things mm-hmm. that you like or love. Yeah. So I'm not against that. But I mean, don't get stuck in that. So for example, I used to work in a job uh, before working like for Gary and before mm-hmm. starting like to work with different clients. I used to work in a different company here in Armenia, mm-hmm. but I knew that my main goal was to leave my job and do something else because uh, I wasn't like sad or something there, but I mean, it wasn't something that I'm willing to spend my whole life mm-hmm. in. So mm-hmm. that's why I know that my main goal is to be financially stable, to be able to leave my job. Mm-hmm. So I didn't quit from the first day. I stayed there for two years. Mm-hmm. I learned about marketing. I became experienced. I saved a good amount of money. I could, for example, go and spend all the money on dumb stuff. And then mm-hmm. I, I wasn't going to be able to quit my job. Mm-hmm. But from the first day, like I knew that I have my main goal. That's why I decided that I'm saving everything I'm getting from that job. Like I'm doing something I don't like or enjoy in order to be able to do Mm -hmm. something I love in the future. Mm -hmm. So I did that for two years. And after that, I quit. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't afraid that I'm not going going to be able to pay myself or do Mm -hmm. something because I already have my savings. And, you know, I started like searching for different clients. I, I started like to communicating with different people. And I was, again, like I started working with different people, uh, like with my clients and it was good too, until Mm -hmm. like this job happened as well. And I'm so happy in this. So Mm -hmm. I wasn't like expecting all this to happen in sequence, Mm -hmm. but you know, uh, the only thing I know is that I'm doing like my best to be able Mm -hmm. like, uh, to do what I love in the Mm -hmm. future. Mm -hmm. And thanks God, like now I'm, I'm like more like I have more freedom. I I'm working in a job that I love. I'm so happy in my work. And you know, like, uh, all this happened because I was willing like to sacrifice few years of like doing the things I don't Mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. And uh, you also mentioned this point of always like, kind of like trying, testing it out. And you kind of noticed at the one point that maybe it's not the path that you want to take or continue taking. And then you decided to let that go and move on. But, um, some people might disagree some people might say okay you know what because you're not finishing it to, to the end so you're a person who does not commit what is the difference between um being in a place where you know what you actually within you understand and know that this is not the right thing for you or and and not say that you just gave up versus um saying that oh, you know what I'm, I'm i'm not committed to what i'm doing when, when is that kind of borderline so you know like uh yeah that's a hard thing like to figure out but yeah i mean in my personal opinion sometimes mm. for example even like marketing is the most thing i enjoy but mm. sometimes i have like few days that i'm not enjoying it i mm. want to take some rest and do something else mm. and so i give myself this little bit of space between mm. the thing i'm doing and uh, my like personal needs mm-hmm. so i don't get burned out so I mean, that happens with everyone. That doesn't mean that you don't like it and it's not meant for you and those mm-hmm. things. We all get tired and have those mm-hmm. moments. But if it's taking too long, for example, for months, mm-hmm. then I would start like thinking of it that there's something wrong here. Like, mm-hmm. for example, I might not be willing to do my work. Like if it's related to marketing for two days and three days, that's okay. Yeah. yeah. But when it turns to months, 
that then mm-hmm. there's something wrong there for me because like I know myself, you know, it's all about self-awareness. If you know yourself that, okay, I know myself, I, I might get bored for two days, then I will be back to do this. Mm-hmm. Then you know yourself like, and that's how I figure out for myself. But for you, it might be something different. Mm-hmm. So it all comes down like to knowing yourself and yeah. how you like, how you understand yourself. Yeah. So for me, yeah, one, once it turns to a longer period of time, mm-hmm. I know that there's something wrong there. And, you know, sometimes there's something so important and it Mm. happened with me once. That's why uh, I really care about people understanding this point because it's so important. So when I started marketing, uh, in the first few months, I started learning about Facebook advertising. Mm. So when I started learning about it, I, I heard about the concept and everything that's going on there. I loved it so much. And I started feeling that, yeah, I want to learn this. Mm. I'm passionate about Facebook ads and those things. And when I started learning, it was all good. And once I started executing, I Mm. failed in it. Mm. And I started feeling that, yeah, I don't like it. It's not meant for me. But actually, it wasn't like that. It was Mm. that I was afraid from the idea that I'm failing in that. It's not that I used to not love it or something, but I was tricking myself to convince myself, no, you are not, you are not mad because you are failing, but you don't like it. That's why. And then once I started learning it and Mm. I started getting results in it, Mm. I figured out, no, yeah, I'm enjoying it, but I was afraid of the idea of failing. So that's something so important because when you start doing something new, you might fail in it in the first few months, weeks or days, maybe. But uh, you don't like, sometimes we trick ourselves and think that we don't Mm. like it, but it's not like that. You are just like not liking the idea of failing in it. Mm. Interesting. Oh, I love the way way you phrase that. Thank you. Um, And you talked a lot about so many different times you touched based on this idea of self-awareness. So what does self-awareness mean to you? What does it mean to be self-aware? It's all about, I mean, uh, the word says it all. It's about understanding yourself. You know, Mm. we are, as you said, like we are all different. So you need to understand yourself. Like, Mm. for example, uh, in this specific case I just mentioned, I understood myself, like why I'm thinking that I don't like this thing Mm. that I'm doing because I'm failing in it. And, you know, we always like, not always, but maybe most of the times Mm. we understand ourselves and we know that. But we, we have like too much ego. That's why we are not willing to accept it. Like maybe 90% of people would know that they are not liking the idea that they are failing in a specific thing that they are doing, but they won't accept it because they have this ego inside of them. Mm. But at the end of the day, like you are hurting yourself. Mm. Ego is hurting you the most before anyone else because you are not willing to discover yourself or mm. like maybe to improve, for example, Again, based on my example, if I decided to ignore that and not accept it because of my ego, I wouldn't be good at my job as I'm good right now. Like I was, I was going to stay in that level where I think like, okay, I don't like it and I'm not going to do it. And then I would choose something else and repeat the same thing. Mm -hmm. I would fail in everything and repeat the same pattern. So it's so, I mean, it's, it's the main thing, like uh to know what you are doing everything you are doing and understanding yourself so at the end like uh you don't end up like wasting your time Mm. in things that you don't enjoy or Mm. you are not meant to do Mm. 
So how do you how do how 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 are you able to detach yourself of the current situation, the drama that you're in, and look at it from a third perspective point of view? How do you how are you able to look at the situation, not being biased to your emotions, but from a neutral point of view? Yeah, I think uh, to be honest. I don't know, but based on, again, my opinion, I think it's all, so I'm a type of person who judges himself a lot in some mm -hmm. things. For example, I always like think about the things I did before. Mm -hmm. I say to myself like, okay, you could do this better or mm -hmm. uh, you could have done this in another way. So you become, mm -hmm. uh, you achieve better results in it. So that helps. So it, it has like two sides of, mm -hmm. uh, that thing has two sides on me one of one of them is bad because mm -hmm. like i overthink it and mm -hmm. you know it sometimes affects like my maybe my mind and yeah. my health because yeah you know it gets like yeah. it gets me tired but the good side of it is that it keeps you going like to improve yourself mm -hmm. and that helps me like uh, in everything that i do okay when i have a problem i might not be able to face it in the first few hours or days mm -hmm. but after those few days, I always like, as I said, I zoom out from that mm. and I start like looking at it from someone else's perspective mm. or I even from my perspective, but I start understanding it and not judging it based on my emotions. Mm. And it's something like it requires pers uh, practice, you know. So I know that uh, when, when I'm in the situation, I know that... Uh, unconsciously i'm like dealing with that situation emotionally mm. like without even like it's i mean uh, that happens with everyone mm. so i know that and i keep that in my mind mm. that's why i always like after few days or few hours i try like to step a little bit like behind of the problem and start thinking of it like in a different perspective so if you know it if you are aware of it just yeah. keep in like in your mind and mm. you know it's all about interrupting your thoughts yeah yeah and so what are your thoughts on reflection is this how you kind of externalize things do you do you actually sit down and reflect a lot of people talk about journaling what are your thoughts on that uh i i mean it might help i don't know but yeah. i don't do it like mm -hmm. i know it's not for me for mm -hmm. example um uh, I don't spend too much time like sitting and thinking about something mm. or even writing it down. Mm. Maybe if I do, it might help me. I don't know, but mm. I, I, it's not for me. I, mm. I mean, I do different stuff. For example, when I, I'm dealing with something like I might sleep or spend uh, mm. some time with my friends, that helps me like more mm. than writing things down or uh, I don't know. It's, it's mm. something personal, but not sure like it might help someone else okay. like to do it yeah i yeah. hear a lot of people talking about it yeah but i feel like it's not for me yeah yeah of course i'm asking your opinion because everyone has their own thing so it's interesting yeah. to see that so i've actually never heard of sleep i've never heard someone say that sleep is a thing that they would do oh yeah so you know i feel like <laughs> so I feel like sleep solves yeah. all my problems. I don't know why. Like every time I feel like <laughs> yeah. emotional about something, if I'm sad, if I'm sick, if I'm like anything, like if there's a problem that I'm not being able to solve yeah. and I'm just too tired from it and I don't want to think about mm -hmm. it, I just go to sleep. And when I wake up, uh, I might even like forget about it. Or even when I start thinking of it, 
I, I, I would get it solved quickly. I don't mm -hmm. know why, but sleep helps me a lot. So every time that wow. I'm going through something tough or the, uh, I don't want to face something, mm. I just go to sleep like, and it helps me a lot. Interesting. Because people tend to be anxious enough that they don't sleep and you do the mm. opposite. That's so interesting. Actually, sometimes I can't sleep if, I yeah. if I'm thinking about something too much. But, yeah. you know, I force myself to sleep and it helps me. Like mm. uh, when I wake up, like your mood changes completely. Yeah. Damn, that's self-awareness. <laughs> so then who are you? Because you said knowing who you are. Then who are you as Manu? How would you define uh, yourself? Yeah, uh, I would define myself as ambitious person. I'm mm -hmm. so ambitious. And, you know, I'm so ambitious that it affects me sometimes in a bad way, in a negative yeah. way. I don't like that. About, yeah. I'm always like, uh, I don't know. I wouldn't say that it's greed, but I'm always like, uh, I, I don't get satisfied with anything that I achieve. I don't know why. Like, I always achieve something and I, I might get happy for an hour or two. And after mm -hmm. that, I feel that I didn't do anything yet. Yeah. So... That's, I would define myself as ambitious person. Uh, I would also define myself as someone who, who, I mean, I don't like to be perfect. I like mm -hmm. to do, I like to do everything I enjoy. Mm -hmm. And maybe I might, for example, uh, I can give you an example. Recently, yeah. I'm enjoying learning about crypto too much. Mm -hmm. I'm learning about that. I'm not the first in the industry or I don't know a lot about it. I just started like in the last six months mm. and I'm not trying to be perfect. I'm in there in that industry or in what I'm doing. I'm just enjoying it. And maybe after one week or two, I might get bored and go and do something else yeah. that I'm in. So I don't care like if I'm earning my money doing something that I'm the first in it or mm. I'm the best marketer. That's why I make my money. I, I don't mm. care about that. I just care about doing different things and without being, I don't like perfect stuff. For example, when mm. someone tells, I post a lot on social media. Sometimes people comment like, you forgot to start with a capital letter or you forgot that point yeah. at the end of the yeah. text. And you know, like I might even do it like, just, just like, because I don't like it to be perfect yeah. because yeah. I, I, for example, I'm sharing my thoughts. I'm enjoying it. So why does it have to be perfect? Like, mm. you know, I just like do random things like, uh, like in a, in a, like in a way that I enjoy it. So one of the things that I would say about myself, I'm like, is that, uh, my main goal is just to keep like making money, doing things I enjoy. Mm. And I'm so grateful that I'm being able to do that right now mm. in a level that uh, sometimes I get afraid to lose it to lose yeah. that uh, that thing because I'm so grateful that I'm being able to do it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, the main thing that, as I said, like the main thing is that I would define myself as ambitious and hardworking person. I work too much. And uh, people always like tell me like you are working too much and it might uh, affect your health or maybe yeah. you might burn out. But, you know, I'm doing it because I enjoy it and I mm -hmm. love it. Like once I feel like tired or yeah bored or something i don't yeah. do it yeah. so basically that's what i enjoy that's why like i work too much mm -mm. it's amazing that you mentioned this and it's something that i was talking to uh, a friend or actually a, a podcast episode that i did earlier as well and we talked about um it was a therapist psychiatrist and uh, we were talking about this idea of um how we usually allow other people to define 
what is what our limits are so if you're working let's say i don't know how many hours that people define as if, if, if let's say you're working um 12 hours a day and people define that as a lot but for you you're enjoying it and you don't even find it as work so why would you limit yourself to what other people think is a lot of work so you're so yes. spot on on that uh, yeah you know like people say if you work too much it might affect your health Okay, yeah. but for me, if I don't work too much, it will affect my health mm. because I won't be satisfied from myself. I won't be happy mm. because I always will have this idea inside of me that I'm not doing uh, what I love and I can do more, uh, mm. more. And that would affect my health mm. more than working too much. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's all about priorities. Mm. There's mm. no like right balance. So it yeah. depends on you. If mm. it based on your priorities, like you can also like keep the balance of doing what you love but you also mentioned that you're never satisfied with yourself regardless of what you achieve you always you feel happy it's something that i talked about definitely several times where you achieve a goal you're happy but then that happiness is for a while and then fades away and you're going chasing after the next one so when do you ever feel that you're going to be good enough when are you good enough at any point in life I don't know, you know, like, uh, I don't know when I will have that feeling. But the most important thing mm. is that I'm enjoying this process of doing these mm. things. For example, mm. when I'm learning, again, if we take the same example that in the last six months, I'm learning a lot about crypto. Mm. So I'm enjoying it too much. I'm not doing it like so I can make more money or so I can like get more mm. famous or something mm. else. I'm doing it because I'm enjoying it. And I feel like okay uh, so if i'm enjoying it and i'm happy so i achieved what i want and mm -hmm. then once i get a reward from that yeah. if i make more money mm -hmm. or something that would last for a few minutes because mm -hmm. it didn't matter to me too much i was doing it because i was enjoying the process okay. and i think that's a proof to me that yeah. i i was doing it because i enjoyed yeah. if i was doing it for the money then I would be so happy when I made the money yeah. and I would forget about the process. But for now, I'm doing it because I'm enjoying it. Like I'm learning about new technologies, about how the world is changing and those things. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, it's making me money as well. And mm -hmm. I'm not against making money, of course, 100%. like everyone loves to make money. Yeah. But I mean, it's not the main goal. Mm -hmm. And sometimes what happens, because sometimes you get so um, lost in the process itself than just the end goal and you get so frustrated because you're not sure if you're on the right track you're not sure if uh, what you're doing is good enough how or like yeah. what are your thoughts on how can someone know that what they're doing at least for this single day in this very exact moment is good enough and not need to be doing more you you, you can't i think you can't know I mean, no one knows. Yeah. So uh, you you have to do it. Mm -hmm. If it's if it works, then great. Like you already mm -hmm. did it. If not, you have to adjust because you won't know. Uh, mm -hmm. So uh, I had this experience. So I I tra I used I traveled to Lebanon in 2015 mm -hmm. because I was willing to immigrate from Lebanon yeah. to Canada from mm -hmm. there. So uh, when I went to Lebanon, uh, I stayed there for one year. Uh, and I did some interviews and those things to be able to immigrate and then they refused me mm. and then I was like it was like as the end of the world for me 
like i didn't know what i'm going to do now like i failed and those things you know mm. because you are again in that situation yeah. and at that time like it was 2016 2015 16 like i i still didn't know anything about like i did i i didn't even start my career at that time yeah. so and uh, after that, I was like in a very bad situation emotionally. Mm. So after that, I decided to like start searching on the internet mm. about something about so I can do something because, you know, I was thinking of myself like I already failed what I'm going to mm. do right now. Let's go and search something. Maybe yeah. I can find something on the internet. And that moment led me to where I am today. Mm. So maybe if I immigrated to Canada at that time, I might not, I might, maybe I might be working somewhere like I don't like now in Canada. So you don't know, like I went to there, I was, yeah. my plans were to immigrate and I, it didn't work. Then I adjusted, you know, I came to here and now it led to like, like things that are 1000 times better, mm -hmm. like than immigrating to Canada for me. Like yeah. for me, working for Gary was a dream job and yeah. I already achieved it. That's why like, it's everything that like, it means a lot for me. Mm -hmm. That's why I think like not immigrating led me to many more great things in my mm -hmm. life than mm -hmm. immigrating, but I didn't know about that. So yeah. you always have to make that decision. Like no one would expect all these things to happen. So mm -hmm. you have to take the decision. If it works great, if not, then you, you have no chance but to yeah. adjust and do something else. Yeah. No, amazing. Thank you so much. So I just want to ask you like a few questions now. Um, so if you, for example, just taking you out of talking about your experiences in your life and just like more about you, um, if you had the chance to meet three people that you look up to, dead or alive, it doesn't matter, who would those three people be? Uh, uh, so one of them again, it would be Gary. Yeah. I met him, I mean, yeah. I met him in Armenia when he came here, and yeah. also through, but I mean, if I meet him every day, I wouldn't <laughs> mind that, you yeah. know, because I love him so much. So he would yeah. be the first person, yeah. And the second person that interests me a lot is Mark Cuban. I uh, mm. again, I like Mark so much, so I would love to meet him one day, uh, and I don't know. I would say those two people, yeah. no one else like came to my mind. So yeah. I mean, the only person that I look up into is Gary. There's no, no one else, but I mean, Mark is also someone that I admire a lot. Mm. That's why like, I like, for example, uh, to consume his content and maybe meet to have the chance to meet him one day. Mm. What about his content do you like? Uh, so basically, uh, I I have this. Uh, so there's certain type of people like yeah. if you see Mark's content style, I don't know how to define it, but he's always like doing new things, and that yeah. speaks to me. As I said, I like always trying new things. For example, you can see Mark in every new technology that launches after yeah. a few weeks. You can see him in that. So I like I mean I don't know how old he is now, but he's he's old i mean maybe he's 50 or maybe maybe like that and yeah. he's still learning he's st now he's in the nfts he's in the yeah. crypto space and i like that about him like someone like him who has billions and has everything he needs yeah. like 
he's still learning and he's still humble to learn more. So mm-hmm. I like, I like those type of people. So that's why I enjoy him so much. Like I enjoy his content because like, I can see him in everything new that launches in the yeah. world. He's, he's that already. Yeah. I love that. So if you were to go back and repeat life and like before even going or taking a degree in university, would you have still chosen the same degree that you wanted back then? Um, yes, uh, you know, yes, not because it's what I want, because I don't care about degrees. Mm. <laughs> so it wouldn't okay. matter to me. Yeah. So my degree is in business and management. Mm. So, so basically it's, I like, be, I love business that mm. that's what I like doing. So I would be in the same field for sure. Mm. But when it comes to the degree, I don't, it, it doesn't matter to me. So I would choose the same, but mm. if it's, if career wise, I would choose like, I would choose the same career for sure. If you had to repeat it, would you even go to university? Yeah, because so actually I was lucky, like, yeah. you know, uh, when I started like uh, my career, mm. I just randomly, as I said, decided to start learning about marketing. Mm. And I chose that because I was inspired by Gary, but I mm. didn't know if it's something that I would love in the future mm. or not. But I was lucky enough that I really enjoyed it and I really loved it. Mm. So that's something I consider myself mm. like lucky in it. Yeah, yeah. And so if you were go and look back at your younger self, what advice would you give yourself? Oh, I would, I would definitely tell myself, <laughs> be yeah. patient. Yeah, I'm still impatient, and <laughs> I, 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 I hate that. You know, yeah. it's good because uh, I keep like, I keep working. That helps me like to keep mm-hmm. working and, uh, like working in a fast way. So I love speed, mm-hmm. but on the other side, I don't like that. Sometimes I don't give things its time. Mm-hmm. But uh, on the other way, like you have no choice. Like you have to wait mm-hmm. in any way. Like. Yeah. you can't speed up something so yeah i would tell myself like be more patient mm, awesome. and i still i i even tell this uh, i still tell this now like for myself yeah but in what sense i'm trying to understand better what do you mean by not being patient because you could be not patient in a sense that oh, i hate waiting for my friends who are late that could be impatience for you what does impatient mean so I mean, I have that as well, but I don't care too much about yeah. it because it's something like, I mean, uh, in my personal life, I don't care about it too much, like waiting yeah. for my friends, even though I'm impatient there as well, but <laughs> yeah. I don't care too much about it. Yeah. But like in my work, for example, yeah. uh, or maybe in achieving something that I'm working on, I'm always like willing to do it in a fast way. I want it to happen like tomorrow or yeah. the day after tomorrow. For example, I'm not... I always like, I'm not feeling, I'm not willing to wait for two years for this to happen. But, you know, anyway, I wait for it because I don't have any other choices. Until I, I wait for that certain period of time, I struggle with that a lot because, Mm -hmm. you know, it takes time and yeah, yeah, that's something. But I mean, I improved it in the last maybe one or two years. Mm -hmm. Now I have a better relationship with time because I understood that there's no other way. And one thing that makes me like accept that is that mm. I noticed that all ambitious people are impatient. Mm. So that's something like all ambitious people struggle with. And that helps me a lot, a lot like to keep in my mind, mm. like, it's okay. Like everyone yeah. is like you, but you have to wait to achieve that. 
Yeah, I actually remember in one of your stories you had that when it was like something in a you I can't I can't remember it exactly, so I don't want to face the fight. But um, you talked about you checked your time and you figured out that you know what I have time. It was something like that. <laughs> so, actually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> actually, those posts that I do yeah. are more for me than yeah. Yeah. people. Um, because, yeah. you know, I, I always keep reminding myself like yeah, yeah. you still have time yeah. and it's so important because yeah. like everything great requires time yeah. and yeah. if you are willing to achieve those great things you have to wait you have no other choice so you either like wait or you give it up and yeah. you won't achieve it at all yeah. so yeah. I keep reminding myself about that yeah and, and you know also I think you mentioned a great point this idea of waiting because this idea of not being patient but waiting um I think I think I would add something to that. It's not that you're waiting and doing nothing. It's that you're mm. doing, but you're waiting on the results to eventually show up in a few years, definitely. as opposed to now. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. If if you are if you are just waiting without yeah. doing anything, yeah. that that's I mean, that that's worse than being yeah. impatient. That, that's laziness. First of all, thank you so much for your time. And the final question is, what is your definition of success? uh i would say like again being able to do what you love and being happy and also uh being able uh, that's something that matters to me a lot is being able to stay around the people you love mm. that's so important as well because like you know uh, no matter like how much uh money you have or what level of success you achieve if you mm. are alone in all all that you won't enjoy it you know yeah. like you can go to you can ride the best car or you can go to the best place but if you are alone you will you will not enjoy yeah. it so i also care a lot about being around people i love like mm -hmm. and i enjoy being with so i would say those things yeah being around yeah. people you love and also uh being happy and healthy yeah. awesome thank you so much for your time and for everyone who wants to connect with you where should they find you uh, I'm on all social media platforms. I'm uh, most active on LinkedIn and okay. also uh, I'm on IG as well. So yeah, they can find me on other social media platforms awesome. as well. And also they can like check out my podcast. Uh, it's the Perspective Podcast on all again podcasting platforms. Awesome. So I'll, I'll already attach your details below on LinkedIn, on Instagram, so people can follow you from there. Um, and for everyone listening, thank you so much for listening. And I hope you have an amazing, awesome rest of your day.